Here's a question for you. Who is your GOAT? You know what I mean. The greatest quarterback of all time. Is it Tom Brady? Is it Joe Montana? Is it Peyton Manning? Is it John Elway? Or is it none of these I just mentioned? We'll find out who I think is the GOAT. Get my ebook, Why Your GOAT Ain't Mine, The Five Greatest Quarterbacks in NFL History on ColeJohnsonOnline.com for free. ColeJohnsonOnline.com, Why Your GOAT Ain't Mine, for free. Get it right now. What you waiting for? Go get it. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening to one and all. This is the podcast always suitable for work, home, play, all commutes to and from wherever you're going. Cole Sports! I am that man, your man, the illustrious tour guide Cole Johnson, and you have entered the zone called Sports on Another Level. And on this podcast, we're going to touch on Robert Ory. Being the most clutch athlete ever. I'm let that marinate for a second. We're also going to talk about one of my favorite athletes, period. And we're going to award the adult of the week. And the candidates are, are strong. But you'll find out the winner later. For now, let's get to the headlines. Dateline, Denver. So the rookie shortstop Trevor Story riding a hot streak unlike we have ever seen before. Seven homers in the first six games, that's pretty strong. You got to tip your cap to that. Real strong. Now, only one problem, if I could say there is a problem, he plays for the Rockies and the air is lighter, and the ball jumps out the park. I know they put the balls now in the humidor, so it can be weighed a little bit heavier in Coors Field than in others. But seemingly throughout the rest of the sporting world, the feat is sort of being taken with a grain of salt because of the fact that it is in Denver. But hey, I mean, <laughs> as of this recording, I mean, it's dropping feet of snow, so... You know, it's not the easiest of conditions, but you know what? Hitting major league homers in any major league stadium, no matter what team for which you play, is a remarkable feat. And I hope he continues. It's great to see that. And, and baseball needs to have athletes that can do things that make you say, wow, let me pay attention to this sport because of this guy. Need to have that more than just a Bryce Harper. I'm just saying. Dateline, Los Angeles, and Nashville. The Tennessee Titans decide to dangle the carrot of the overall number one pick, and they found their trade bait. I mean, partner. So now, the Rams, the St. Louis Rams, Los Angeles Rams, now own the number one pick in the this year's NFL draft, which will happen about two weeks from now. Now, I would actually have to say that the Titans, they came out ahead. They need bodies. They have their quarterback of the future. They just need bodies. And if they can find bodies, 
more power to them. And normally you find bodies quicker with draft picks. Hopefully this will do the trick for them as they try to climb back up the ladder to the AFC South's penthouse. Who knows? I know they're not liking the cellar where they're dwelling now. Dateline! Boston! So apparently the panda is getting too big for his britches. No, really, really. I mean, Pablo Sandoval is actually getting too big for his britches. You don't believe me? Well, earlier this week, he was at the plate, he took a mighty swing, and all of a sudden, the belt from his uniform popped. Yeah, and unfortunately, in an article of, uh, from Esquire, uh, Jack Holmes wrote that Sandoval actually has an eating disorder. The uh, owner of the, the Triple Threat performance in Phoenix, Ethan Banning, said, quote, He needs to be smart enough to say there's a problem. It's like the alcoholic that won't admit he's an alcoholic. Well, you can't address that you're an alcoholic if you don't ever admit there's a problem. So apparently, Banning has been sort of like a long-standing babysitter for Sandoval. And it's unfortunate that this is an issue. For me, and I said this to one of my VIPs, I said, well, the dude wasn't svelte in, in the Bay. I mean, he was big then. He was big when he was leading the Giants to, to World Series pennants and championships. Just as big now that he's moved from West Coast to East. Who knows? What, what I do know is I just hope the panda just gets in better shape. I hope he, he, he does so. And I hope he's happy. Really, that is all I care about. I just hope the man's happy. Because if he's not, then there is an issue. And, and hopefully that issue can be eradicated soon. Dateline NBA Playoffs. The NBA Playoffs are in full swing. That's right. It is that time of the year once again. Just like the NHL Playoffs are underway, now the postseason offering from the National Basketball Association, or the Association, is getting kicked off this weekend. And all eight matchups are set, and the table runs as follows. In the East, you have the Pacers going up against the Raptors, the Celtics going up against the Hawks. You have the Pistons back in the playoffs, finally. I'm happy to see that. Going up against the, the Cavaliers. And you have the Hornets and the Heat. Some decent matchups in the East. In the West, you might have basically some walkovers. Uh, you have the Grizzlies going up against the Spurs. You have the Blazers going up against the Clippers. Then there is the Mavericks and the Thunder. And there is the Warriors and the Sacrificial Lambs. I mean the Houston Rockets. All I know is basically this race is coming down to, let's be honest, two questions. How bad are the Warriors going to spank every single team they play in the playoffs? And can the Spurs overthrow the defending world champs? We shall see. Dateline, Los Angeles. So in a tongue-in-cheek segment on ESPN Center, Robert Ory, or Big Shot Rob, was asked... Who was his five clutch players in all of athletics? Let me see. I'm sure I can remember the list. Number five was Tom Brady. Number four was Kobe Bryant. Number three was Derek Jeter. Number two was Michael Jordan. And number one was Robert Ory himself. I only have one thing to say about that.
When I come back, we're going to touch on one of my favorite athletes of all time under further review. But immediately following this break, the Dolt of the Week. level is now available on these social media platforms stitcher soundcloud google play itunes youtube rate review like share but most importantly Subscribe to each and every one of these social media platforms for Cole Sports. Sports for the intelligent sportsman. Coming April 30th, Cole Sports presents Dolt of the Month, Cole Sports. Available on ColeJohnsonOnline.com and other social media outlets. Hey, yeah! Hey, yeah! Ah, yeah! Oh, it is that time of the week once again, ladies and gentlemen. It is that time to award that special athlete that has done something so stupid that you have to give him an award. Ladies and gentlemen, the candidates for Dolt of the Week. This trophy is beautiful. Dolt of the Week, sponsored by nobody. But I'm still going to give it to you straight with no chaser. Here is the rundown and the candidates for this week for this award. You have Johnny Manziel, who apparently lives with Von Miller. Uh, no, he apparently lives with Josh Gordon. No, heck, he don't even know where he lives. You have Bruce Arians, who wants to coax parents or coax officials to say to parents, football is safe. Although people are getting CTEs all over the place and donating their brains when they die to the advancement of the research. Hector Oliveira, the outfielder who decides that he wants to be heavy-handed with his woman and assaulted her in a Washington, D.C. area hotel. That's always wonderful. Always wonderful. Troy Smith, yes, the, the, the quarterback that bounced around for a few different teams that did really catch on, got his fame in Ohio State. He was pulled over for OVI. Well, OVI in Ohio basically is D-W-I or D-U-I. And you have Josh Gordon, who can't put the Buddha down. And the winner is... 
Joshua Gordon, my man, come and pick, come here and pick up your trophy. You did a wonderful job this week. Yes, you did, son. You did a wonderful job. Why are you getting this award? Well, it's because you failed the NFL substance abuse policy for the first time. N no, you failed the NFL substance abuse policy for a second time. N no, you failed the NFL substance abuse policy for a third time. Now, here you were, what was it, uh, before the playoffs started in 2014, getting on Stephen A. Smith's case when he basically called you up by saying that you actually have an issue, claiming that you didn't have one, yet you're steadily failing tests right, left, and center. You're young, son. Come on now. You should know better than that. I'm telling these athletes this for a specific reason. Look, you can lean on the fact that maybe what? Two-fifths of the states say it's legal for you to smoke on bud. And I know there's people probably who are listening to this podcast are saying, you know what? There's nothing wrong with smoking weed. There's nothing wrong with nothing wrong with marijuana. Nothing wrong with it. Okay, fine. But understand something. If you're going to partake of something and your employer says you can't do it, you do one of two things. Either you capitulate. Yes, I'll use a Stephen A. Smith word. You either will capitulate to that employer or you find a job where they don't give a crap if you smoke weed. More than likely, that would mean you would have to be a rock star, a rapper, or a person that is in the hemp store selling bongs. Where you're headed, son, is not a pretty road. I mean, I've heard the stories when I was young. You're going to live fast, die young, and have a pretty looking corpse because you're not 75, but you'll probably die at 30. I'm not saying that's what I want to see. I'm not saying that's what I think I'm going to see. I'm saying the way you are moving around in life, that's where you're headed. That's where you're headed. In fact, I think dealing with you and, and, and Mr. Manziel, I, I could just see scenarios like this one, for example. Man, it doesn't much. Not much. I, I'm just glad to be I'm just glad to get around. Hey, boy, get in this car. Where are you going? Hey, what are you doing? Get, get in the car, man. Come on, close the door. Close the door, man. Close the door. Man, I can't have the popos up in here all over my business. I can't have that, man. You, you see the clouds of smoke thick, thick as the sky? I can't have that around here. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, ain't that a man? I don't believe it. Uh, can't get high no more. Look, I told that Uncle Tom Stephen A that I don't have a problem. I told those other Uncle Tom that I don't have no problem. Man, I can drink and I can drink and smoke all I want. I don't give a about that or them or the fans, man. I sure don't give a about the brown. Can I have a puff? Yeah, yeah, man. You driving? I, you driving? I gotta have a puff. Them clowns don't care about me. Man, get, I, I need enough, man. Yeah.
Acting like a, he at home and follow me, follow me, follow me. Oh, I could dig it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Come down, Selector. Yeah, could I have a puff? Yeah, yeah, man. You driving? I, you driving? I gotta have a puff. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I don't mean Light to blow that in your face, Light man. Light them up here! 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 See, that's a scenario I do not want you to have happen. Your boy, Johnny, was in a hit-and-run accident early this weekend. I don't want that to be you. And we hear on the news that you didn't survive the wreck. Clean up your act and get off of the weed, son. When I come back, I'm going to put one of my favorite athletes of all time under further review. One more time, my Cold Sports MVPs, Why Your Gold Ain't Mine is free for you right now, waiting for you. All you have to do is go to ColeJohnsonOnline.com, that's ColeJohnsonOnline.com, suit up and get that copy. Talk to me. If you agree with me, cool. If you don't, even better. Why Your Gold Ain't Mine, the five greatest quarterbacks in NFL history. Go get it. May 8th. It's coming. That's right. Cold Sports presents the Dolt of the Quarter. next podcast we're going to of course address the goings-on in both the NHL and the NBA playoffs we're going to get into some really good topics in under further review and we're also going to delve into a little bit of NFL draft stuff see but that's for the podcasts in the future but for the podcast of this present I'm going to put this man upon further review. His name is Jack Roosevelt Robinson. Everybody knows him as Jackie. 
He was born in Georgia in 1919. He died in the fall of 1972. And of course, his biggest claim to fame was that he debuted on April 15th, 1947, for the Brooklyn Dodgers, forever breaking the color barrier really in all major league sports. For those who are wondering why April 15th is always the date that you see every major league team wear the number 42, that's why. That's why his number is commemorated. And I always thought it was special that almost 20 years ago, wow, almost 20 years ago, Major League Baseball ba basically universally retired the whole number 42. And the last time we saw it worn was basically when Mariano Rivera retired. Years later. Now, I remember hearing stories that my father would always tell me about him. He would always excitedly tell me, especially, I think this was uh, in the World Series 1955, when Jackie was on third, and he had, a, he had a lead that was just about criminal, that for most would probably have been thrown out if the pitcher actually threw over there to check him. So, of course... Jackie dared him, dared the pitcher, looking at the pitcher, looking right at him, daring him to throw the third, daring him to throw, uh, daring him to throw an error, basically, the third. And he felt that he could steal home plate. He danced and danced, danced and danced further, danced and danced further, then he took off. The pitcher would deliver the pitch to home plate or essentially throw to the throw to home plate where Hall of Famer Yogi Bear would catch it and apply the tag and he thought well Robertson's out but the umpire called him safe and Yogi went ballistic <laughs> I, was, I was a little child then and I remember my father with glee telling me that story and many others about this man and it was to the point where the reverence that my father had for Jackie Robinson was so great that I had to study him a little more. So, of course, he was in the military. And he was a multi-star or multi-lettered athlete in college, most notably in track. He even played football. But he was, he was special because even in the military, he had to deal with a lot of prejudice and color barriers and color lines. So, you know, that was problematic. And then later on, he went to the Negro Leagues. When in 1946, the Brooklyn Dodgers manager Branch Rickey said, you know what? I think it's time. It's 
trying to bring you up to the majors. And they had a famous three-hour conversation where Ricky asked if Robinson could face the racial tension and animus without taking the bait and angrily react. And the funny thing is, Robinson was considered a hothead. And he asked him, are you looking for a Negro who was afraid to fight back? And Ricky, of course, said the famous line, no, I'm looking for a Negro with enough guts not to fight back. Now, of course, when you think of the turning the other cheek scenario, that's not the most popular in terms of combating individuals. But this man went out there, was insulted by so many different players, so many different opposing players, and so many of the fans, some of them actually were Dodgers fans. Some, of course, fans of other teams. But no matter what, he rose to the occasion, did Jackie. Now, he may not have wowed people with his stats. He was a decent hitter, 311. He only had, a, he only had 137 homers. Only had 1,518 hits. Now, when you think about that, well, that's pedestrian-type numbers. But sometimes with athletes, Roberto Clemente also comes to mind when I think of when I think of this ilk. Numbers don't tell the full story. And with Jackie, numbers never did tell the full story with him. But I know the one number that will continuously tell his story. And we see it every April 15th on the jerseys of every single Major League Baseball player. We see that number never lying. That impact never lying. That statement never fading. Jackie Robinson may have worn number 42. And now people on April 15th in Major League Baseball all wear that same number. But because of what he represented, more than Aaron, more than Ruth, more than Cobb, more than, more than Cy Young, more than Ryan or Bonds, or, or any other baseball player you can name. Jack Roosevelt Robertson will forever be one number for me. And that number is one. If you happen to like this podcast or anyone preceding this one, why don't you follow me on Twitter 
at Cole underscore sports. That's sports with a Z. You can also follow me on Facebook. That's Cole Sports. Again, sports with a Z. You can also follow me on SoundCloud and Google Play and iTunes and YouTube and Stitcher. Follow me on any of those platforms. Rate, review, like, share to your heart's content. More importantly, subscribe to them all, especially on iTunes. Most importantly, enjoy. For the Intelligent Sportsman, I'm Cole Johnson, and this is... Oh!